You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Treebark Store. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Creative Voices. Thanks for joining us as ever. And we're going to start. Andrew has a little local shout out to give us. Yeah, some uh, toy corner in my Cullen. Yeah. Um, I was in there the other day. And by in there the other day, I mean a couple of months ago before Christmas <laughs> uh, with my partner. And we were doing the obligatory Christmas shopping because recently, and this is going to tie into our subject about talking about play and its usefulness in our day and age. And I don't just mean kind of blue lights kind of (laughs) (laughs) toys i mean actual play um uh, so recently we've taken up things like board games and stuff Mm. um i mean sure with covid what else sorry the c word yeah yeah uh we've taken up uh you know playing at home board games and uh well not so much jigsaw puzzles but you know yeah Uh, so we popped in there and the girl behind the counter whose name i haven't got hazel oh Oh, the beauty of small communities, <laughs> yeah, Hazel, yeah. was telling me how she grew up. Obviously, it's it's a family-run business, apparently. And mm. I said, well, wow, you know, you, ha- you must have had access, access to all the toys and yeah. everything. And she said, now she used to phrase for it something like the the cobbler's kids or something. It was like, well, we always got the, the broken ones, <laughs> the ones that never made the cut. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> um, I just think it's lovely to have a family-run business like that in the corner. Um and it's actually, it, without wanting to sound saccharine, but it's kind of a little bit sad to see it close up all the time and order yeah. online. Yeah, and I know the order online has been great for some people, but I know that for Hazel, and actually Hazel's sister, Holly, runs the Wildway Gym next door. No way! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, okay, I'm desperate to get into the yeah. CrossFit we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, uh, and Holly is Anthony's partner. That we mentioned last week. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Galway gets smaller and it smaller. Really does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, uh, I know that during the lockdown 1.5, 2.0, whichever yeah. one was, I don't know anymore, yeah. that when she was able to be open, but people still had kids at home and stuff, it was a massive, it was a constant posting in Michael News about like how great it was to have it there. Yeah. And she was very good for um, uh, pickups in the shop and dropping stuff off and. She dropped a few things down to me here a few times. Um, yeah, a great little setup. Um, she has a good bit of stuff on the website, and she works hard to to get it all done. And pretty much does nearly all the work by herself, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's something you know. When we were in there, I was talking about. So, are you? You must. You, you're not just opening up a catalog and picking things up and going. Mm. Well, that's going on my shelf. You must try it, right? And she's yeah. like, "Yeah, no, I've I've had to go pretty much everything in the shop. Nice. And I, <laughs> you know, I know what I like and what I don't like. So yeah. when we were in, we were in looking for Cluedo. Yeah. Um, and she said well, she didn't have it because it's so popular. Apparently, Cluedo like picked up recently. Really? Yeah. It's like you know, try to guess who's killing who, and it's like, well, the answer is COVID. He's like, wait, is this a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, but uh, she didn't have it, and so she started firing off all these other games, and, you know, oh, this one's new, she goes, and but this one's quite a traditional one, and this is, and I'm going, wow. Yeah. Do you, have you tried all these? She's like, oh, yeah. I've uh, had to go at all of them. Like, so I can imagine it's probably quite a fun time at home. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it makes me a little bit sad, because there's the experience of being in a toy store, like a bookshop, mm. really. You yeah. know, getting to look at and touch and... You know, I look forward to. It sounds strange for you coming from an old old man going. I look forward to being in a toy store and yeah, touching yeah, all the yeah. toys, but but just that kind of experience, you know. Well, I do think as well when you're talking about a smaller community shop, because like we've all had the misfortune to be in Smiths. <clears throat> yeah, 
I mean, a generic <laughs> toy shop, not yeah, generic. Not the one where my friend works. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no names. But um, as and what I mean by that is that, like, you know, it's huge, it's massive. You know, you're not really dealing directly with anyone who is as as is invested in. Yeah, you know. There is something more than the local bookshop or whatever it may yeah. be. There's a different feel to the definitely, whole, yeah. definitely. It's like you're not ever going to beat Charlie Burns or a Kenny's or mm. a, a, you know, a, the toy shop on the corner, toy Ken, corner, toy corner. That's it. <laughs> really made, made that one really difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You're not going to beat that with like as as extensive the collection is at Smiths. Mm. I mean that's a, like that was amazing. I could imagine as a kid walking into that, going, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah. You know, but there's just not that personal touch. I um, guess what I would say there is like you could go there as a kid, and you go there as an adult to the small toy shop and yeah. have a good experience either way. Whereas yeah. like when you go to the bigger shops, the more it's it's just like stressed adults and crazy kids, you know. Pretty much, it's like that yeah. uh, Arnie movie. Oh, Jingle Day. All the Way. Yeah. What was that Walmart or something that they were all picking fights in? I think so, man. It's 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 been a few years since I saw years. that particular movie, and it yeah. probably will remain so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's that can stay on the shelf. Yeah. But what was it like growing up in Ireland for you? Like, what was, what like as, in terms of toys and in terms of what was it? Like, was it typical for parents to? Did you get lo- lots of toys? Was that a thing? Or did you have that kind of Catholic kind of, you know, you'll have a... <laughs> speaking as someone who's yeah, raised yeah, Catholic, yeah. but, you know. Um, I guess... The stick in the wheel or whatever that Yeah, no, thing. Well, I didn't grow up in the 1940s. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> kicking a can down the road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess, like, it's it was probably an interesting time, as a lot of people know. Like, you know, born in the early 80s, which means you're a kid in the late 80s and early 90s. Yeah. It's a big transition point there. Mm-hmm. You're just getting to, like, board games are still popular, but equally I would have had when I was smaller, say, your toy cars and your toy soldiers and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But we were probably, like, not the first generation because, you know, like, computer games and stuff had always been around since the late 70s, early 80s, yeah. like Pong and stuff. But home accessibility to those kind of computer games with the early Nintendos and the early versions of the Sega machines. Never had it. Did you have those? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Um, I remember we actually won a Commodore. No, wait. No, my father bought a Commodore 64. I remember, that's what I remember. I remember sitting there watching that tape going, come on, load up. Yeah, load up. I've only ever seen the black and white newspaper clippings of the Commodore 64. I've never actually seen like, the console. Of- think about it now. It's such a bizarre, random thing. I, like, I'm not even sure what the whole idea was with the keyboard. I guess some of it was like the ASCII kind of setup and the whole... A little bit of programming, you could do stuff. Not even probably wasn't even MS DOS was probably whatever was before that, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the tape deck that came with it, and the controllers, and like, it was good fun. But here's the thing, I think you have to be really careful because I think nostalgia would really make you think something was better than it was. Oh yeah. Because I remember a few years ago going, oh man, that was an amazing computer game. It was like Resident Evil Two or something. I was like, I must go back and. Not on a Commodore 64. No, it's like no, it's like the PS1 or whatever, like which yeah. I got when I was like, 13 or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I must go back and dig it out when those emulators online. And in my head, it was this polished, you know, beautiful experience. Yeah. I was like, man, this everything's square. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We see. We didn't. We didn't grow up. I never grew up. Yeah. No. Uh, we, and that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were, we were a very analog kind of like yeah. you strike me as a quite a 
digital as in you're quite you're quite tech savvy and quite you're I like your... tech I don't know if I say I'm savvy but I do like it yeah, nice. yeah. so like were com- computer games a big thing for you um I think maybe in my teen years more so yeah yeah, yeah I definitely enjoyed it and it was just that that whole industry market and platforms was moving so fast like you know everyone was launching something else to beat someone else to beat something else you yeah, know yeah um it's like the race for the moon but yeah kind of yeah yeah you know doubling of power every whatever 18 months whatever that whole computer kind of i was like you, you look at is. you look and talk about it as if like i know <laughs> and i'm completely like i grew up in an analog analog family analog yeah. world in terms of, it was like books and you know little teenage mutant ninja turtles figurines yeah I really love those. Like I like what like I really love the Do you know the Kinder Surprise the Kinder eggs? Yes. And yeah, I used yeah. to get those fantastic little toys, yeah. Little yeah. toys like the crocodiles and the yeah. and now those are those are now they're all plastic shite, aren't they? Right? Yeah. They're like dismantable. They've really missed a trick there. But we had a PS one yeah. when I was eleven that we were only allowed like we had to pack it away every time. We couldn't leave it out with the wires and everything. Oh, okay. And then connected and we were allowed like an hour or two yeah at most and then it was like oh eastenders is on or whatever yeah. so we had to put it away and eventually it became such a kerfuffle to bring it out you just kind of got away from it that yeah. we were just like oh well what's the point yeah, and then yeah. it just never got used yeah so i never, never that's not necessarily a bad thing though either you know i i guess mm-hmm. like i enjoyed all that but I, I still was a kid who like read a lot compared yeah. to other I was never like a sports based no <laughs> anyone who knows me could probably testify <laughs> I was never like a sports based kid or any of that kind of stuff I'm never particularly bothered about other people's companies so I was very happy no. on my own um, which is bizarre because you've started a coffee shop and you work with like a, a like a whole uh, rake of artists yeah and you're hosting a it's podcast it's only elaborate hoax <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, do you know what? Yeah, no, I won't go down that rabbit hole. That, that, I was about to veer off heavily off topic there. It's okay. Kids play Reel toys. Back yes. in, reeling in the ears. Yeah. That's a good show. <laughs> yeah, it is a good show. And it's kind of one of the shows that got me thinking about playing, about that and uh, COVID was... Um, like I found, like, So I've always operated under this bizarre sense. I don't know. I must get it from one or both of my parents or whatever, but the sense of like time passing by and the mm. sense that I need to be doing something so I was I was that person who had uh, by 25 I should have got here shit I missed that ticket by 30 I should be here okay shit 30 like I had an existential crisis when 30 came and went <laughs> and then it took COVID and everything slowing down and kind of no one having anything or anywhere to go and yeah. I know some people got that kind of um, sense of oh I should be doing more or I should be more productive and stuff but I wasn't one of them I got the sense of everything shut down world's ground to halt there was almost like a death wish fulfillment yeah. of like oh well the end is here yeah i can relax i can just sit in the couch yeah and then but <laughs> the but end then, is here but we still have wi-fi and netflix <laughs> exactly um but once like i'd exhausted netflix and whatever else and got tired of sitting on the couch it became i kind of regressed and i, I mm. like childhood toy kind of stuff so and stuff i'd never explored before so I took up chess again. Yeah, that was short-lived, but it was fun once it lasted. Yeah. Um. Once it obviously exhausted all the, like all the whiskey bottles and wine were were finished. <laughs> um. And then I've got into and this is like I'm, I'm really old before my time. Uh, I've got into like model ship making. Yeah. Which is like if you had to look up 
dweeby in the dictionary. That's probably like what you'd, you'd... Well, I think it it may have been at some point, but that's maybe before people... Like, if you think about someone who was willing to do that like 10, 15, 20 years ago... Yeah. They were just willing to be a bit more meditative or a bit more mindful or whatever you want to call it... Yeah. ...in that pursuit before it was a thing that was acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's one. And that's, I think... That's a really nice spin on it. Well, I just, <laughs> No problem. Happy to help. <laughs> like, I think... There's, there's two things here. It's probably something we're going to delve into. There's play, which you have as a kid, mm-hmm. which is, you know, before you know too much in life and you get to enjoy it. And then there's the play as we speak of an ad- as an adult. Yeah. And what you're trying to really chase, I think, as an adult is that sense of escapism or that sense of yeah. no real responsibilities or issues. Yeah. But that's quite difficult to pursue as an adult because your mind is too conscious of it. So you need to find an activity that falls into the remit of play that also allows you to be kind of contemplative and meditative and maybe escape your own mind for a while. Totally. That's it in a wonder, isn't it? It's yeah. you're forced to do something that's kind of it's attention consuming, but it's mechanical more than it is necessarily cerebral. Mm. And so you end up you kinda of do switch off your brain. Yeah. Because you're focused on just doing this one thing with your hands. I suppose it's it's yeah, it, it it does have a very calming effect. Mm. I mean, there's only so long I can sit and yeah, yeah. try to fiddle with the little bits in this yeah. ship and whatever. And I've, all, I've bought the easy level. There's a company called Ochre, um, yeah. O-C-C-R-E. There's a ton of them. But yeah. this seems, I looked up YouTube videos and recommended it as one of the better ones. And I bought like the easy level one. There are different yeah. levels. And the easy level came along and it's full of fiddly <laughs> little things. I was like, shit, I've taken, taken something on here, but... But yeah, the adults and the the childlike, it's, you know, with children, you, like, play is, is essential more than mm. just... Um, a choice. Yeah, yeah. Or, or entertaining. It's Kids learn through that, don't they? Yeah. They, I mean, there's... Everything present- from the kind of sense of themselves to the coordination of it to the actual... Totally. Yeah. There's a rake of things. Um, but then for some reason, we seem to think, as we get older... Well, we take on things like sports and, you know, or even computer games that are actually, the parameters are very defined there and very coordinated. Like, you have to do... The structure is there. The structure is there. And you're playing by the structure instead of freehand, like free-for-all, you know. And it's weird. It's like, why why is it structured in such a way to... I know we have to take on responsibilities and stuff, and but clearly they're... It seems to me, anyway, COVID's shown myself. I don't know about others. I don't know how COVID has treated you in this respect, but I need that little space now each week, maybe. To have that kind of... That is completely yeah. just like... I think to just swing back to your point on structure for a minute is it's easy as an adult to do that because if you put a structure in place, be it like a sport or whatever, there's a time frame and you can operate in that time frame so you know that you're allocating 90 minutes for a football game or whatever it is you're yeah. doing every week and... You can understand and reconcile that with yourself as an adult, whereas the concept is just going, I'm just going to go play and not having a time frame or what you're going to do feels too loose yeah. as an adult, you know, totally. which is silly. But um, yeah, the COVID thing, I mean, I guess for me, because we have the kids in the house as well, there's a lot of like during the daytime, there'd be a lot of like play with them and yeah creating games with them and we did have to come up with a lot of new stuff to entertain the new ways um so you're not just sticking them with the ipad watching no no i, I mean they probably have some of that right like that is 
unavoidable and inevitable in this generation in this age but it is controllable i mean yeah. look you know when when the kids are off school they have to use them to do their homework and they have to use them to do they it's got to that stage in, in education yeah a lot of it's kind of um done through an app called seesaw every parent listening will be like fucking seesaw yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, why? What's give me a brief idea of what CISO so you, is? Like, look, in, in some ways, it's a great resource, and yeah. in fairness, to all the teachers who've had to use it, like I'm, I'm only using it on one end as a parent. Christ help the poor teachers who are on the other end dealing with like twenty, thirty, how many kids? Right. So they upload the the homework for the day on that, and then the kids right. perform their exercise on there, and they submit back their pictures of their work, or they fill in the wow, okay. you know, if it's a maths problem, it's filled in on there, and then think about that. That's I do all that and then whatever and then you send them recordings of the kids reading to check their pronunciation or pictures of their writing to see wow yeah and in fairness like that's what it had to be because how else are they going to assess and it's the only way to measure this and is every- all in the wake of COVID that this came about yeah yeah, so. yeah yeah wow. well I, I assume this app existed beforehand yeah. I presume it did but like this is something that a lot of schools got on board with during COVID to use as the means to communicate with the kids um that's but nuts. Then there's another one called Study Ladder, which is a similar kind of concept, but that's structured more like a game. So it's you know, hmm. like no, we're only talking senior if it's over here, so I can't testify to older. But it's like I'll run out in the pictures to help them identify stuff, or maths will be like they show a pattern and you type in what the next number is. Right. Um, but yeah, it's. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Like it's in, without wanting to veer too off course, but it's interesting how education, almost inherently to some extent, has kind of inculcated this. It's got removal of play built into it, mm. which is kind of fun, yeah. unless you're in Finland, where they seem to they have a really kind of progressive education system. It seems where play isn't is core to the learning. Yeah. But yeah. most other systems, it's there's a like the Steiner schools where there's nothing but play up to age seven. I think is it or is that how it works? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's more about building interaction and social skills and so forth. I think that's so important. Yeah, I think that's really. Um, I guess it depends too because like I feel like in our house we're lucky because we have the dual language thing going on, so the kids have developed a bit in that regard yeah. to stuff. But yeah, it's it's definitely, and I know they do have free time and play time in school, but. I guess it's, it changes. It's all different. I remember when, when we were little one started school first and they were talking about this new system of teaching them how to read and write. Yeah. And it's called Jolly Phonics and it's built around teaching them the structures of the sounds and like, like the, you know, like if you see two O's in a word or an O and an A, yeah. they teach them how to make that sound first right. and they're teaching the word structure around it. But then they also do a thing called free writing where the kid is supposed to just associate what they're thinking, write down about their day or whatever. And That's brilliant. And those structures and, th- and that's now with free writing it doesn't matter if they spell it right or wrong. It doesn't matter if their grammar is correct. They don't care about that. They just want to goes. see the kid use mm-hmm. their own imagination to write stuff. Um, and that would be, it was a bit I found really interesting because you're, you're, you're hitting two sides of it there. Like I was a little bit cynical about the Jolly Phonics system first because like, yeah. I was like, well, we didn't do it and we all turned out fine and I'm, in total, I'm a total grammar Nazi, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, text messages, do never send me a bad text message. You know? <laughs> But so I was like, oh, I don't know about this system. And then I saw it working; it was great. And I thought it was very funny. It was like alongside that, they had another, not really a system because the free freeness of the writing, where it's just like, write whatever you want. It doesn't matter if it's spelled right. It doesn't matter as long as we just get you to be willing to like use your own thought process to write something. That's really wow. That's 
That is uh, so cool. I'm just taking a moment to kind of... Yeah, there's some... That. Like, there'd be days when, like, they would write, like, very structured, like, today's Wednesday or whatever. And then there's other stuff that's like, and then I see a unicorn, you know, saying, you know yeah. whatever comes into her head. Wow. That's, that is really cool, yeah. I have to say. That, yeah, no. It, it, there was a Ted's, TED Talk with Ken Robinson. Perhaps you saw this. I don't know much about him beyond this TED Talk, but he's talking about how the education system... Now, we've veered off topic slightly here. Mm. I will bring it back a bit, but how the education system's kind of gone... Was built for the industrial line. Yeah. You know, with the... He he says things... He he says it's... Some of the stuff's so arbitrary, really. Like, the fact that we've got a classroom with people who... The the determining factor is what age they are. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to lump a bunch of people together because they're the same age. Yeah. And then we kind of, you have this series of classes throughout the day. Yeah. You know, the, none of which, unless you're taking up art, maybe, like yeah. taking an art class, none of them are yeah. really kind of designed Isn't to... Isn't art class hilarious too, though? Think about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah. In that, like, I remember doing it in secondary school and I was terrible at it. I only did it up to the first two years, but I couldn't tell you a single thing we did in that class, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're too young to really... To be present and really kind yeah. of developing, uh, gaining benefit from it. Yeah. At least consciously, I don't, I don't know. But but I think as well what you're saying there too, even like the, the concept of the times the kids go to school or the, even like daylight savings hours is, yeah. a, is a relic of... Um, yes. Yes, actually. That's a, a, I only kind of found that out or heard about... Like, it, there's some things that just are just... There's something built into the fabric. And, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But you just don't, you don't question them. And once again, it's in areas of play that you perhaps get the chance to blow that apart. Mm. And I know that's kind of core to certain art movements as well. Yeah. Like I think the postmodern movement was supposed to be, there's a sense of just dismantling and deconstructing yeah, yeah. and whatever else. Although... Well, here, here's a question for you. Yeah. Speaking of art and speaking of play, do you think with all the free time that people have had in their hands in the last year or two, and like the the stalling of production of a lot of stuff, be it plays and TV shows, and whatever, and music. Do you think are we going to see an explosion of creativity and and people making things in the next year or two, or will it perhaps go the other way, where everything's been put on hold, so people's impetus will be taken away and they won't make things? Well, if history is anything to go by, it will be the former. Mm. You know, after the Spanish uh, flu, um, you know the nineteen 19- 30s were like rip 1920s and yeah. 1920s actually yeah. um were rip roaring yeah there was an absolute you know the the arts the music scene the party scene everything was like you know exploded, exploded. Yeah. so if that's anything to go by then that's what's going to happen but it's yeah. so if there's one thing that seems to have happened now is in some respects history really does uh repeat itself and in other respects though the landscape's changed because of technology and, mm-hmm. and social media in a way that it's just not, it's never been like before. Um, our, collectively, our trust in things has been so dismantled yeah. that it's it's hard to know where we're going to be drawing boundaries and lines. Yeah. In some respects, it's almost the epitome of play. <laughs> Everything's been kind of, melt. it's all in the melting pot now. <laughs> I guess it's also like people are, are more conscious of how they're perceived by others as well so if they're seen doing yeah. certain things that they may enjoy there's always the worry of the judgment of others you know yeah 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's like, on the one hand, there's there seems to be an, a, a kind of niche club for everything. Mm. Like, f- have you heard of furries? Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Like, yeah. that's... So there's there's a niche club for for everything in many respects. So, but then go ahead so, and explain furries for the audience. There, true. <laughs> uh, if I've <laughs> if I've got if you've this ever correct. been to carnival, uh, <laughs> if you if I've got it correct, it's people dressed up in furry costumes who engage in adult activity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, adults activity wearing yeah. said costumes. How about bronies? You heard of bronies? No, it's dudes who are obsessed with My Little Pony. Really, grown men. Yeah. We collect them. With the little horses, with the yeah, little yeah. ponies. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to judge that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it does, it does kind of set it's a very specific alarm kind of, bells yeah, off yeah, in my yeah. head in some way. I don't, yeah, excuse me, screaming into the mic here. But, just, but also, it's like, why do either of us know about these things? Because of the internet. Yeah, you know, yeah. Why do most of these things exist? Because of the internet. Thank you. Otherwise, internet. it's some dude in somewhere in Denver who's like, I like little ponies, you know, yeah. <laughs> thinking he's the only one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah, to, to that end, I mean, if it's harmless and it's whatever, all power to them. And yeah, great. Yeah. And, are, and the internet's been great for that. But oh, I think also, we said it like a couple episodes, maybe even the first episode, it'll help you find your tribe and make you realize that you're not alone. And if there's something that you're into in a positive and non-harmful way, yeah. then you'll definitely find, well, you could find the other way too. But Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the crazy guy at the end of the bar yeah. now has a platform and seems yeah. to draw an audience. Well, or yeah. crazy lady, as the case might yeah. be in, in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of one woman in particular, but yeah, yeah. the crazy guys are... Yeah. Are plenty too. Um, What's interesting too, though, I think, is the last years you've seen like, and it's definitely something that's happened in the states before it happened here. But companies and corporates trying to seize into that with their whole like team building exercises and the emergence of all these places for people to like go and like. That's there's a whole other conversation about the branding, and yeah. the way corporations, corporations, the way companies <laughs> are kind of taking that on board, and it's a fine line to tread, but we can. We'll get into that in another episode. Another for episode, sure. yeah. But, um, but you know that that team building exercise cracker, like you know, mm-hmm. like. Well, I mean, like it. But hold on. Paintballing. Paintballing. And love it. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. paintballing uh, or, or airsoft or yeah. fantastic. It and but the. See, I've been. My dad runs a company back in Malta, and um, that was where I first went on a paintballing expedition. Was with said company. Yeah. Like great crack, lots of fun, but it's it's the the framework, the context of it is you're doing it still as a work activity. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Playtime is on the company's time, <laughs> the company clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that is quite the same. I know someone whose whose name shall not be mentioned who worked at the same company that I work at that I shall not mention. Yeah. Um who unfortunately was fired because of his behaviour at the staff party. Can that be done? Well, yeah. well I suppose it can, but wow. It can. Okay. Um, not mentioning any names or anything, but there's this weird kind of, you're invited to the staff party where it was open bar. Yeah. Um, and inviting, so no one else was harmed. I mean, there was nothing mm. kind of inappropriate in that respect. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're inviting a certain level of behaviour, but then punishing the, the people for partaking yeah, in yeah. it. Um, 
and it's just kind of i mean it was a whole disciplinary action to it and it was found that's you know some of the stuff he was doing was illegal uh so <laughs> kind of fair enough in a way but yeah. at the same time it's like he wouldn't have been there if you hadn't asked him and you wouldn't have seen him if yeah you hadn't asked him but yeah. then again i guess if he's doing it anyways you know but also to bring it back to the subject at hand how it's so interesting that adult play because we we often lose a sense of it has to be reduced to drink and drugs and yeah, yeah. shooting each other and self well no i mean the airsoft <laughs> and whatever and the yeah. paintball aside like that's it's still very structured, but it, that is p- fairly harmless play for the most part. And, mm. But so often our kind of social activity has been, let's just go out and get, especially in Ireland, let's go out and get pissed. That's how adults kind of function. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and this is probably a whole other episode about like how we got here in Ireland. It's like I definitely think that one of the positives, maybe hopefully from the last year, is that people might conceive of the fact that, you know, People a daytime, conceive. yeah, they might conceive <laughs> a, a daytime interaction that doesn't revolve. I mean, look, I like a drink as much as anyone else, but I think the drink culture in Ireland definitely needs a shake up. And if we mm. built, as we said before, a bit more around our food culture, and even for people like grown ups, will definitely realize now, like, how much easier is it to get out during the day and meet someone for a quick coffee and a chat than it is to yeah. try and structure a night out? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's yeah, I, I just, I mean. I'm all for having a good drink like yourself, but um, there just comes a point where it's... Now, I'm looking for the right term here, but where... It, I guess I'm just saying it's pointless. Yeah. And it's what what play can do is kind of open up your mind and yourself to the world. Mm. But drinking and partying is, like, at its core, fundamentally shutting you off. Yeah. Like, you know, most people are drinking... I mean, I can vouch personally for drinking until I black out. Yeah. Right. Not all the time. Yeah. But my memory is the first thing to go. Yeah. And so it hasn't been an activity and kind of opening myself up. Yeah, yeah. The only other thing, the only parallel to that would be to dropping acid, I guess, would be kind of like play. Because that's apparently supposed to. Now I'm, we're going off. I was going to say, like, we've veered wildly off topic here. Uh, so I suppose very quickly, what did I do during COVID? Um, spent time with the kids, met up all sorts of games for them to play on a daytime basis. And then. Very much after that, like, as great and all as it is to have that time, it is, as any parent will test, quite intensive and you mentally. So at the end of the day, it was nice. We kind of went the other route, as you mentioned, Jigsaw's adult colouring books. When I say adult colouring books there, just to be clear, that's just colouring books for grown-ups, not <laughs> <Yeah>. adult colouring <laughs> books. Okay? I'm just colouring this penis blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pay no heed to me. Yeah. Um, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. And just stuff that could be a bit more contemplative or... Um, I, I would put some of what I did, like trying to make short films or... Were you making short well, films? Well, just with the kids, like oh, stuff, right, you yeah, know, like yeah. oh, family-based yeah, stuff, that, yeah. yeah. Or even any of the coffee course kind of stuff. That, to me, all falls under the remit of like discretionary stuff that I decide to do, that yeah. I enjoy. Which, yeah. to me, is play in a more adult kind of way, you know? Again, grown up. <laughs> Never has there been... Well, no, there have been plenty of charged words, but adult has become a charged word, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's funny, uh, and the Americans say adult. Yeah. So before the bell rings on our self-set timer, yes, because we got structure now, people. Because we have structure as we talk about play. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if anyone else has got any habits that they wanted to kind of share with us. Yeah. Any kind of, I mean, playful, productive habits. <laughs> See, there's know. another word. That's <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear about your cocaine habit or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how you've taken to I don't know 
butt plugs and <laughs> you know other pastimes yeah other pastimes and uh, are you a brony yeah <laughs> are you a furry <laughs> <laughs> how do you play uh, yeah, get in touch. Reach out to us through our various platforms. Um, our Instagram is still has us half blocked, but we can get messages. Yeah, we need to get that. Yeah, up. and uh, let us know what you're up to, and let us know about again any local business shoutouts. Um, I was just saying before we came on air, it was nice to hear from um, customer reminder in the week that he actually went and supported Little Collins after hearing our episode a few weeks back. A, a local shout out for them. Play with so made. I'm hoping that um, Hazel up in Toy Corner is going to get a whole. Hold thirty people to listen to the show buying off our website next week. <laughs> I can't like I can't wait for Hazel's shop, shop to open up. To open up, yeah. Like, I, I want to have a potter around, and yeah. we. I promised her before this all started. Uh, well, all started before COVID happened. Yeah. I promised her that I was going to pop back in. Yeah, and then we had the the next lockdown. And I was like, yeah. ah, for no, it just happened. Yeah. Sake, you know. Okay, so I think is that going to is it going to ring any minute now? It's. Will we wait for dramatic uh, impetus? Dramatic impetus for this damn... Never mind. The alarm rang. There we go. Yeah. Silent <laughs> alarm. Silent alarm. Silent, but deadly. <laughs> All right, guys. So I think that's pretty much everything for today's episode. Thanks again, as ever, for joining us. And we will catch you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.